Hiya, welcome back, and this is part two of posting pictures of uh, children online. So, I'm gonna have some more quotes, and I think they are quite extreme, but maybe they aren't extreme in this context. M and I think it's sorry, yeah, go on. it's sorry, important go on. to always consider every angle. Sorry, Carla, go for I, it. I mean, I, I'll just play devil's advocate for a moment, and I don't think it's extreme, I really don't, because, you know, this sort of information, birthdays, parrot, pets' names, um, first trick you lived on, like, what people post online is really scary, and if you think no one else is looking, everyone, every, there's always people looking, and these mm. are the sort of things they ask you for password security, like on online accounts, like, what's your, what's your mom's maiden name, what, what's your favorite movie? Exactly. Yeah, and it's literally, you're literally giving other people online the answers to the questions you think are private. Because at least with us, I know with my questions, I know they're private because, like, my parents didn't have internet to post. I, mm. I'm for sure haven't posted online. So, like, the only thing that I think maybe you can find online from me is my birthday. And even that, I try to disguise it as much as I can. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, no, I think it's re you know what, like, we don't want to go in the rabbit hole because it's too scary to think about, but the truth is, it is scary. It is scary, yeah. and it's very real. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just think it's good to just, I think it's good to read these articles and just try not let it be too heavy, but also just be mindful, just be considerate of yeah. your actions. So I think, yeah, go and have a read, guys. It's quite interesting. Um, and under the topic or under the contents bit of family vlogging, and vlogging, you know, we mean video blogging, right? She explains that the quote, family vlogging brings in a lot of money and may seem an easy way to have income from from home while enjoying your child's company, your children's company. But this work is done at the child's expense. And vloggers sometimes get caught up in curating and sometimes even exploiting their children for clicks and views. Okay. And I do think that this quote can be misinterpreted and can seem also quite extreme, but I do think she has a point. You know, I think we need do need to consider that kids and their children should have time to be children, not just advertising the next content, yeah. right? You know, and let them have their time to play and whatever without it being captured on film. You know, I just think, and also, this is actually stimulated a thought with me now, is that, Young people and children imitate what they see. So if their parents are constantly on their phones or constantly videoing or constantly nah. taking photos, that's what they're going to want to do because that's what they see as normalized behavior. But then but then the parents get upset. And I've, we've seen this. They get upset. Yeah. Oh, all my kid does is being on their phones. Like, what do you do? You're always on your phone as I've, well. Exactly. I literally have had a kid turn to me and say, I was like, okay, so when I, I was working in his house, and I was like, right, so the phone goes away when we're working. And he's like... And he was not happy about it. And then one day he turned to me, he's like, but mom's always on her iPad. Why can't I be on my phone? And I was like, that's a really good point, you know? And I had to have quite an uncomfortable conversation with mom to just be like, you know, I understand you have things to do, right? I, I get that. But can you just, you know, be mindful that he's actually watching you all the time? Yeah. So yeah, just, yeah. you know, just be aware of that. And if you can't explain your actions and like in a believable manner, kids won't believe you. They're not going to believe you, right? So, 
yeah anyway I'll leave that there um, and I think also another another bit I quite liked was a quote by sharing private moments and vulnerability shows a lack of respect and can betray a child's trust you know in, in you as well as their sense of security which may lead to mental health issues again extreme but I do think it's worth looking at what do you think of that one Carla oh um I I am baffled that the newer generation Z and Alpha, they are so used to it, they don't find it weird anymore, and that's what scares me. Like, um, I remember years yeah. ago, just before the pandemic, actually, I went to this pub where I used to live with some friends and my partner, and there were screens everywhere, and usually they'll have football, but that time, it was just filming people in the pub, which I was like, oh. okay, that that's creepiest. Mm. Um, and then, you know, there was a lot of younger, like, I know I'm not old guys, but like, I'm in nearly my mid thirties and these people are like young twenties. So for me, you know, baby, sorry. And, uh, and they're just having fun. And then all of a sudden this guy just kissed the girl and she went with it. I think they they just met, I don't know. And I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, you are so used to being filmed. You don't even think this is weird. You don't need, like, we're living in 1984, George Well was right, and you think yeah. this is normal. And, like, the lack of, like, it's bad enough you do that in a, in a third party environment, but then if your parents are also promoting that, like, I, you know, and I've said this to some of my friends who are parents, and I said, look, I understand, like, your, oh, pictures, whatever, just be mindful that the more pictures you t take of them, they don't realize what privacy is. Mm. They're going to lose the sense of privacy and boundaries, and yeah. and that will affect how they behave in life. Yeah. Exactly, and I think also like respect and trust are such powerful words. Yeah, they, yeah. I think if we're not, if we're not fostering that in young people, they're not going to be able to understand it. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, it really, it kind of, it was a bit sad because I thought, you know, it's actually like maybe people aren't thinking about stuff like this, and when you say it, like that's why I said it could be seen as extreme. Some people might think it's really extreme to say that. They're like, oh, you know, he's just a, he's just a four-year-old. What would he know? And it's like, yeah, but that's the thing, is that we need to respect him as the four-year-old being he is, <laughs> you know? And also, um, we weren't four when this started, so how can we say we know how it feels if we didn't go through exactly. it? Because, you know... Exactly. And it's also really convoluted to understand, like, that there's this imaginary thing. I mean, I know it's not imaginary, I know it's real, but, like, we don't see the internet, Right, we don't yeah, see it. Yeah, it's yeah. not like something we can touch. It's like so maths. Little, you don't see you don't see maths, and you know the numbers, and yeah, you know, but you don't. Yeah, see exactly. It. But it's like it's you can't. It's this thing. It's like this thing that's in the clouds or whatever. Okay, and stuff is being stored in there, and you might never be able to find your bit of stuff in that cloud, even though none of it exists. It's like it's really quite a quite convoluted and quite a big concept to understand. Another quote I also thought was pretty powerful was from a young age, some children today may never know what it feels like to have privacy and respect. Oh, okay? uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like Big. what I like what yeah. I told my friend, like they will not have awareness of it. They mm -hmm. literally will not. 
Exactly. And then, so this kind of led me to thinking, like, are we normalizing, and I think you've touched on this already, Carla, are we normalizing taking photos and posting them on social media for when these children and young people become teenagers and young adults? You know, this is quite scary. Mm -hmm. And in fact, the article states that posting videos and certain photographs online, especially publicly, takes away like takes away all family members' sense of privacy and may add pressure to children's lives to perform or act a certain way in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. And performing in this instance it makes me feel very uncomfortable because I think I know exactly what she's getting at. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. that some people I know on social media do what they do this to constant constantly show, be on show and have like they're performing for others for entertainment. And I, and I see this in the photos of the kids that they post. It's kind of quite for It feels forced. It may not be. It may be my interpretation. But I just think, mm. like, I don't know if your kids should be accessing this much. And are you teaching them also to pose and to 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 put on and dress up and all this kind of stuff all the time? It's just, I don't know. It, it makes me feel quite uncomfortable. It, it so, is. And also, we... There's so many show like the Kardashians obviously are the most famous one, but like uh-huh. that's also been normalized. I'm very proud to say I've never watched an episode of the Kardashians. I'm very proud of that. Um, but it's it's just normalizing filming your daily life. But I'm sure there's a lot of that's fake, and we all know. Of that course it is. Yeah, that's, scripted. No, exactly. And it's just it it's very. I think I for me, if I ha- I don't know how would have. I would have had like, how do I explain this? So when I was in high school and secondary school, whatever, we had like, you know, the digital cameras that you have to transfer the stuff onto your laptop, uh-huh. like your computer, blah, blah, blah. And um, my friends and I, in the in the three years of high school, we would film each other a lot, but that, you know, nowadays you could, yeah, you could put it online, but at the time we, we were just we would keep it to us, like, we would share between us, and we'd keep it to us, yeah. and it's, and it's just videos of us goofing around, or being silly, there's no, you know, it was very different, because it's, I don't know, like, maybe we didn't, under, we weren't posting them online, we'd post some pictures, but work, they were kind of like a private collection for us, um, yeah, exactly, and, and it's funny if someone wanted to, wanted to post, but, I don't know, it's just, there, there's it's so many... It's more memory-making, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, just, yeah. just, like, going, look at me and my stuff. It's like, oh, let's look back on it. And that's, like, I was looking through a whole bunch of photos, and I want to print some photos off, which I know is pretty retro, but I want oh, to Oh, no, see you should. Them. That's so cool. I love that. Yeah. I did because that for my thing parents. Is also, yeah, but the thing is also, Carla, we, we take hundreds of photos. Do we ever look at them again? They just It's another mm-hmm. con- consumption. It's just like, we must have, we must have videos and photos and things, and then... We never look at them because there's so many photos. It's like it's kind of taken away the scent. Like it's not sentimental anymore. It's kind of just like, yeah, yeah I don't know. It's really, I, I have really been interesting. Doing, well, it's taking me a while, but I'm still doing it. So I sometimes go through all my old photos because once we became digital, there were a lot of more photos on the computer. Uh, mm. So I've been like kind of like curating, like the word you've used before. Like I've been curating, but the collection of photos I want to keep. Um, yeah. And then even a few years ago, for my parents, I made a, an album of all the digital photos I had of our holidays, uh, yeah. and had it printed because I think that would. Nice. But even that is a risk because sometimes I'm like, who are these people who are have access, having access to my yeah, photos? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure it's fine, like because it's data pressure, whatever. But at the same time, part of me is like, okay, I'm. You know, no, there's nothing wrong on the in the photos, but part of me is always like, mm, who's gonna look at my photos? What, were that, what was that? 
that movie with Robin Williams, it was quite creepy where he was the he developed the photos. Was it called like Photo Lab or something? Maybe I think was, so. I think it was so. really creepy. Yeah. I haven't. So oh, that I haven't seen that. Makes me think of something. <laughs> anyway, so let's let's keep going. Right, I think another article which I was quite insightful um, was what to know before posting posting a photo of your kids on social media by Delia Panaski Panascu Panescu Panescu. I don't Pan- know, Carla. Anyway. I haven't. It sounds Italian. I don't know. Yeah, it's a nice surname. Okay, and it was also from November 2019. I know, not as recent as the other one, but it's fairly recent. And it's an article, but the article's a transcript of a podcast. Okay, so you can read the the article, also you can listen to the podcast. And both um, links will be on the blurb, okay? But I found it quite interesting. It was different, uh, I have to say, because I read it and I listened to it, that reading it made it sound... It's harder to get the tone, whereas listening to it, I understood a lot more of the tone, mm-hmm. and the, I got more like feeling from it. Do you, know, do you see what I mean? Because I could listen to people speaking. So, right. So in the podcast episode, there's this lady called Ariel Demain Ross who interviews this Cara Fisher and Scott Galloway. Now they host their own podcast. I don't know what it's called. I didn't want to film you with too many names and things but they're both parents and they were both talking about sharenting and they admit to basically posting a lot online and they've become quite aware um they in when talking about it about the con getting their consent from their kids or permission from their partners was also quite interesting because mm. sometimes they post and then their partner's like why did you post that picture of me i don't want that there um yeah. which is great because you're an adult and you can give consent but apparently a lot of children can't um or people feel they shouldn't <laughs> have that opportunity um so so he, scott mentioned that posting about his kids for him, now this is quite interesting. Now I'm not quoting directly, but it's something he said makes him seem more likable, because and more consumable because people can relate to him as a dad, or that he's got this kind of facet of his personality. And I found that really interesting, and mm. it kind of speaks to my previous comment about performing for others. And I, what I glean, I don't know who these people are, but they are quite famous because they are being interviewed and they have their own podcast, which I think is quite listened to and whatever. But if people that are already in the public eye are needing to be more liked than they already are, it speaks to also a lot of, yeah, just why are we doing this? I suppose we'll get into why it later. But anyway, I thought it was very, very interesting. Have a listen to the podcast. She goes on to interview another woman. What's the name of the podcast? It, the podcast is called no, just it's called like uh, reset. Oh, okay. Yeah, podcast is called reset, and then the article. But in the article, you can click on the podcast. You can listen to it literally in. It's in the middle of the article. You can just listen via there, as opposed to having to download it and find the episode and all that, right? Um, and I've forgotten what the. I think, I think it is called sharing. Why we think? I think the actual podcast. Sorry, is, is that the book that. or the podcast? Oh, the podcast called Sharenting. No, the bo- the podcast is called Reset. Okay, so what's the Sharenting? You said the name of the episode. 
It's the name, no, the 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 Sherenting, yeah, is the name of the episode. But there's another lady they interview who's written a book. So you say, you see what I mean? Why I didn't want to follow everybody's stuff. So there's she interviews these two people who are who are adults and who have kids and who have their own podcast about Sherenting, and then she yeah. interviews another lady who's written a book called Sherenting. Oh, okay. Why we should okay. think before we talk about kids on. Oh, okay. We talk All about right. our kids online. So it's a bit com com, com like convoluted but basically click on the article you'll be able to access the podcast there <laughs> you can and you can listen to it okay but this Le this leah plunkett lady she's a professor at some university and she's also an author of this book sharon why we should think before we talk about our kids online okay she's also a parent so she relates to this topic quite nicely and i think um again the link will be available in the podcast um but it's quite, I, I quite enjoyed the way she spoke about certain things because she asked a question about doesn't the same apply to adults and giving consent, you know, and the fact that people have to even ask that because I remember there was a phase when people would just post stuff of you on Facebook without asking you and you'd be like, well, why are you posting this thing, you know? Um, so, yeah, anyway, and then she also went on to explain that we need to um, be making good decisions to protect these young people because we're kind of their watchdogs. So we need to make sure they're not being taken advantage of. And we know that the Internet is filled with lots of different people making lots of different choices. And sometimes those choices aren't beneficial for everybody. OK, mm -hmm. I think the podcast made me quite paranoid right and it, I, it, it was quite scary to for her to explain certain things about how people can steal your identity and steal yeah, social security yeah. numbers and i know that's yeah. a reality okay but she's also saying gala that people are stealing children's social security numbers and using yeah. that to like yeah. steal their get information to or make credit to make credit cards and sh mm. like it's yeah 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 so yeah. so it's reality but have a listen or go and read the article it's quite eye-opening so i think and maybe we can talk about this as we go but we've just spoken generally about children but what about the special needs kids you know or the you know what about them are we considering them in this just global group of children you mm -hmm. know who decides on what's ethical for these kids and young people who's protecting them okay so Sorry, lots of food for thought, but I just, I think we just need to, some of these questions we just need to be, uh, someone needs to ask them so we can think, we don't need to even give answers, just think about them, foster some thought. So yeah, mm -hmm. that's my mammoth what. <laughs> so, and I think, let's talk a bit about the why, because like you mentioned, you touched mm. on it briefly, like why do we have to post everything? Like what, like, so this is when we use our ABA skills a bit um, in understanding the function of the behaviors. And, you know, let's say it in the plural, because there are many behaviors involved in online mm. behavior. So taking a picture, posting it, sharing it, sending it, etc. like repeating and re like retweeting or whatever. So, so when we had photo albums, because yes, Lauren and I are still from that generation. <laughs> um, Love a photo album. You can decorate it and get cho 100%. choose the right picture. Honestly, so even though we do sound young, um, we're not. Um, <laughs> we are young. Some sorry. of us. We are... Some of us are young. <laughs> <laughs> some of us are just not all of us. Okay. <laughs> oh, so 
so what we had photo albums sometimes, you know, you'd show the photos to guests. Like, you'd have guests over, friends, and, you know, it would depend on the guest, you know, because not everyone would be, you know, screened to be like, yeah, you're allowed to see my photos. But nowadays, like, everything is out there to be seen, like, which I find very exposing, <laughs> literally. And, and it does beg the question, why? Why is it being posted? Why do we want to share pictures of our children? But I think most people don't want to ask the why because they might not like the answer. Mm. And, I th- and I think that's the reason why no one's asking why. Like you, Because I think people at some level know the answer, they don't like it. And the why it's important, like it's, why is it important that we consider this? And because we, like Lauren said, we need to protect and to ensure that the children and young people we support are kept safe or if, or, you know, or if they find it difficult to navigate these types of things, we're there to guide them. We're the watchdogs. Lauren said, we're the watchdogs. And that's so, so true. And, and if we are finding it difficult to manage, like we all know the impact social media has on mental health. Um... And we all know, we've all seen enough influencers or whatever have a breakdown on social media. Because that's another thing. Why do you feel you need to come on the platform and, and post a video of yourself crying how hard it is? Mm. Which we know it's like, you know, so we're all, all very aware of how hard it can be. Like the pressure of always creating content, whatever. So if we are dealing with that as adults, how how can how difficult would it be for children who do, can't even process those emotions and don't don't know how to process them. And I think the best interest of the client, it's a catchphrase, which I think it's used a lot. And we do really mean it when we say it. But mm. but can but can we step out of our own agendas to make sure we are really thinking what's the best interest in this young person's life? Not just ours, like this person that we are responsible for and that we need to protect and to make sure they understand the consequences. Because... Let's be honest, until our late, until our, let's say, early 20s, do we really understand consequences of any... Yeah. You know? It's a lot, isn't it? A lot to unpack in this, yeah. in this topic. It's the... Because, I don't know, like, I, there are some things that I look back and I was like, oh, I didn't know that's what it was... Like, you know, you just, it takes... A, exactly. It takes time to process. It really and I does. think also given given the 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 fact that we have platforms where we can share stuff, and I know that's not private, like properly private, because you know it's uploaded into wherever to store whoever's stuff and whatever. But the terms and agreements, I man, who reads any of those things? Nobody. I mean, they, they make Nobody. them virtually impossible, which basically means that we could be giving consent to anything. No, but it's and... made tricky on purpose, isn't it? They of make course. It, it's just. Of course, that's that whole bury you in paperwork. So you just don't bother. But also, the you know, the fact that we have platforms where we can share stuff, like just between people we actually know and trust, why are we still using social media as a platform to share further? Because people are like, I'm sharing it with my family in New Zealand. It's like, no, you're not. You can send them a message on your phone. You're sharing that also for other stuff too. Okay? I don't know. I just think no, it's it, very it, interesting. It, it is, it's... Behaviorally, it's also incredibly interesting. I mean, and you ask the question, is there a safe place? Reality-wise, mm-hmm. actually, it's pro- there's probably no safe place online. You know, yeah. it's the internet. Like you said, it stays. Like... Yeah. It And 
and to go into a very I'm gonna go into a very dark scenario, so this is gonna talk about child exploitation, spoiler alert, so if you will trigger warning, etc, whatever. So if you don't want to hear about this, I would say skip a little bit. But child pornography websites do get their virtual hands on a lot of content from just the internet, websites, and they have access to a lot more than what we realize. And I, I know... Will. We keep going back to why, but like, why is a picture being posted online? Is it for a business, for a school? Did the parents agree, but the child who sh but did the yeah. child agree? Like, who should we side with? And and you know, I know schools and organizations have websites they need to fill with content. And you know, we I don't know if for a podcast like, have we ever used? I don't I don't know if we used. Maybe we used like I think we had a picture of was it a classroom? I can't remember. Like we. Because, for example, mm. if children are being models, like, or in movies or something, like, again, so even us, for our content on the posts, like, we like, oh, we need a picture with either a child, can be a drawing, or it can be an actual photo. And, oh, yeah, this is online, so it's okay. And and looking back, you're like, okay, um, we wanted them, like, a lot, of, a lot of ABA websites have, you know, picture with children, because we are children-oriented service. But again, will our contact content be used to fuel people's misuse mm. of children's photos? Yeah. You know? They did actually say in both those articles that photos can be altered, and that's often how they get access to it. So what you're saying is exactly correct. So they, they will get photos, and then they will, um, you know, Photoshop them and dock, like dock them yeah. to make them look like other content. Oh, and I'll get to that, so, like, later, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. it gets even worse. Access. Sorry, just going back to the organizations that use them. Like, I mean, so... Who decides, like, my question is, again, I go back to, not maybe it's who, but who decides whether the children should be in the photos? And, you know, some organizations I follow, they put emojis over the face of the children, so you can get a feeling from the photo and see the children in actions, but you don't really see their faces, and it's like, it's a way of, you know, protecting their identities until, until they can decide for themselves, really. Okay, but even when you put strict privacy settings... And you only use trusted and secure websites. I think we still need to be mindful because if you think you're the only one seeing the picture, maybe you're not. And if you were the one having your picture online, like Lawrence just said, like adults asking the partner or adults being able to say, no, I don't want that or removing it, blocking it, reporting it. But, you know, but that's that's adults. How about children? won't be able to do that. They just... There's one, like, I... For me, for example, I had an experience as an adult. I mean, nothing serious. But I was out one night, and... Actually, Lauren, do you... Do you remember when we went for breakfast on your... The, your last birthday in the UK? Do you remember? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it was 2019, I think? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And, you know, there was a bar um, towards Wilco, so we're in the area. So from where we were having breakfast towards Wilco, there used to be, like, a bar, cocktail oh, yeah. bar, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's closed since. So it was a staff party with my previous work colleagues, and my partner at the time worked there and with them, so he was there as well. And, you know, it was a nice night out, whatever. And uh, a few days later, one of the people who was with us showed me, 
like there was a picture picture of me on their Facebook page because there was someone there taking pictures, and it was actually pretty quite funny. I don't know if I ever showed it to you. It was. I don't know. It was me, like, like there were, like, I remember someone taking a picture, and I was trying to get behind these two girls, like, pass behind them, because, you know, they were posing, and I made a really weird face, like, a real, like, it was just a weird <laughs> face, which is fun, it's funny, but what if I had self-image issues? Like, I can't do anything, it's a public place, I can't stop people from taking a photo, and... What if I was upset that my photo was on Facebook without me wanting it there? Without them, they could have even blurred my face or put an emoji. They didn't. And yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and there's literally, like, I can't, there's literally nothing I can do about it. Maybe I could have reported to Facebook, but it isn't breaking any privacy or content rules. Maybe nowadays they would, but back then I don't think they would do anything about it. So, yeah. like, Im- imagine how a person might feel if they're confronted at a job interview or school with their internet footprint. Oh, ma. You know, you know, it's just so on this day you did that and you posted this picture, blah blah. I was like, oh my days, what is this? Yeah, and it's Can't you know, be. yeah, and it's a very difficult area to discuss because on the one hand, you think I'm just sharing content with my friends and family, and on the other hand, you're like, anyone savvy enough can get my child's picture and information, yeah, literally, frightening, yeah, it yeah. is, it's really, really frightening. Um, so yeah, so I think that's a good one. I suppose we we didn't really do who, but I suppose we kind of what was included in who. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, so I suppose it leads us also to how, how yeah. do we ethically share content yeah. of young people doing interesting things so we can draw, you know, parents or carers to allow their child or young person to come and join us, you know, to come and you know, use our skill set. You know, we we kind of need a way to spread good news, but how do we do that? Um, you know, I'm very open to suggestions because I've found myself, I've talked myself in and out of agreeing and disagreeing with all of the content yeah. we have yeah. just talked about today, you know? Beca- because it's so, on one hand, it's like, oh, it's just sharing content, but on the other hand, it's like, who's having access to that content, and on the one hand, the internet is good in, you know, sharing experiences and promoting good things, on the other hand, it can be really evil, Mm. really can't, like, and, you know, I'll tell you something really scary, because, so, I think a lot of people know what AI is, artificial intelligence, Um, Mm -hmm. it's been here for quite a while, but it's come, it's becoming more and more popular, more developed, and even if you, like, I think last year, like, it's it's been a there's been a big debate over ethics because of it with the especially with the art community because I have some friends that are artists and it's just because the AI takes elements from the artist's work that's yeah. on the internet without giving it credit um I don't think it's changed by now so but putting aside the copyright can you imagine and this has happened like there's a I saw yesterday a picture of uh, AI picture of the pope so it's a fake picture so can you imagine oh, yeah. Someone asking AI to make something using children and your child's photos are being used in a manner you don't want it being used. And this is not just speculation. It's a reality. There's this guy on Instagram called, um, I think it's Moyo. It's your boy Moyo, I think. Like, he's so funny. Um, And he lives in London. And he's just... I saw a picture of him, um, a video of him yesterday, actually, being like, 
what is happening and he showed us the, I showed the Pope picture it's a he's like AI made this like I, he yeah. was like I don't know what reality is anymore am I real like what is reality because it's a picture of the Pope wearing like a really like um like fluffy white like a snow oh, coat oh I saw it yeah like a yeah. puffer like a like a yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah and, yeah, and apparently it's not real, and it's just so yeah. scary because how is that gonna work for? I'm sure maybe in terms of IT they can detect if a picture is fake or not, but like how about for evidence, like in tribunals and because AI has access to voice recording, like our voice on the internet now, like yeah, literally AI can create something that can make like they can create essays pictures um voice record they can take people's voice and just because they have so much access to us so much information they just make you say whatever you want because after three years of episodes i'm sure we have enough of our voices online to be manipulated oh, yeah. if i yeah, even go kind now of- yeah. That's kind of like how, I mean, how it's the same as Stephen Hawking. Like his, you know, his voice wasn't his voice when he was became completely paralyzed, oh. right? So that voice can be, it was manufactured from something, right? Yeah. And I know it's not a real person's voice, but still, his, his, they could take all his recordings and get him to say whatever he, you know, they want now. So, yeah, I just think... Anyway, it's been a it's been a lot, okay? Yeah. Yeah. It has been very interesting and I would say incredibly thought-provoking. Um and it makes me I think that's why we enjoy ethics so much is that it makes you really think, mm-hmm. why are we doing this? Why how can we do this in the most respectful way because that's how we would want to be treated. And Definitely. that's why our, always say to people but why would you do that to someone would you want someone to do that to you and they just stare at you blankly yeah and I think it's really important that we think about the way we treat people is the you know that is how we would like to be treated and if that's not how you kind of are I'd really consider that like think about how you treat people um and how you expect people to treat you um, so yeah, I don't, I, I kind of just have my own thoughts, which yeah, I yeah, go for it. go through now. It's like, I think it's been really interesting, as I've said. Um, I feel we've asked a lot of questions, but I'm not sure we provided a lot of answers, but I think that's nope. good. I think <laughs> it's critical thinking cannot be done for you. All right. So you have to take the information and discern and think about the ethical considerations of that. It's not for me to make choices on behalf of you, unless you can't make those choices for whatever reason. But who who's going to benefit from this? You know, who's going to benefit from posting these things? Um, and we mentioned organisations and that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean they have they have um, a responsibility to. Um, respect their current clients but also invite people to get the same service you know as in anything but the people that are in these photos should be consenting to that in whatever capacity they can um and i think you know we said it again but it needs to be in the best interest of the client um and if you have consent you know even if it's from a guardian or a parent make sure they understand what it's for too um, and we must really, as we said, I mentioned earlier in Sotokar, we need to protect the people 
um, that we are sort of supporting. Yeah. That's where our focus should be. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's kind of it for me. So, my end thoughts is I am in utter, complete agreement with Lauren. Also, Lauren has been much better prepared for this episode than I have. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, I do think we need to consider a lot about, like Lauren said, who benefits, who's it for. Are we doing it for ourselves, for our like, or are we do are we doing it because we really want to share? Is it because it's easier to share on a platform than to send the pictures to every single friend individually uh, or a family member? I mean, at the end of the day, like maybe lots of the pictures won't be used badly, but but there's enough now, like there's enough craziness of people using whatever they want. I know the newer genera- genera- oh, the new generations are much more aware of consent, I guess, than we were back then because they have to deal with a lot of things. Um, but I'm, I'm still not sure if they are still aware of the long-term repercussions or, you know, because even if you delete your account on Facebook, they still keep it. Like, they say, oh, yeah. everything's been deleted. But it can... And they can send you, like, you can request... I think before, you years ago, you could request for them to send you your document, they'll send you, then they used to send like a USB or a CD with all your information there, but I'm sure they still keep it. Nothing. Well, you can reactivate, which makes it seem that it's stored in an archive. It's there. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't really go away. So I think, I mean, it's practicing good measure, I guess. It's trying to think, is this reasonable? Is this oversharing? Is this, you know, mm. too much sharing? Um, is this enough? I, I mean, everyone will have different boundaries. Everyone will have different ideas of what sh- they should be sharing or not. I think I think that's why I'm... I don't post that much. I, I follow a lot and I like to post f- funny stuff, but yeah, I think that's why I don't post a lot about what I'm doing, where I am, um... Just because I'm like it's no one's business, um, but that's my personal view. I I'm yeah. after posting so much in the twenties. Remember when you used to post whole albums on Facebook if you had a yeah. night out, or and, and it's mean, just like oh, no. the amount of effort to get also yeah. all that content. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what's interesting? The people that used to post, so like friends of mine who were big on posting still are big on posting it's really interesting Mm. and some people just fall off the map and some people are those people yeah and um yeah i just i i just i'm fascinated i mean it's yeah it's not i'm not judging i'm actually just genuinely interested in in why and i i don't want to ask directly because i think it will be seen as i'm criticizing but i'm trying to figure out why because I'm just interested in the behavior. Anything else to discuss? No, I think that's it. I'm done. Okay. So please feel free to email us on aba. Oh no, this is your bit. Sorry. Oh, but it's okay. I just wanted to say that all the, I know I mentioned it a lot, but there are a few links. There's podcasts, there's articles, there's our code. It will all be referenced on our blog. No, on our, <laughs> sorry, on our podcast blurb slash, what do you call this thing? Show notes. show notes. Yeah. So like, have a look. The thingy. It's called the thingy. Yeah. The the blue the, the bottom bit where you read the information. Yeah. The bottom bit. Oh. Like that. Yeah. The bottom okay. bit. <laughs> <laughs> and um please feel free to email us 
on aba.isles.uk at gmail.com or you can message us on Instagram. That's at aba underscore isles. If you have anything particular you'd like us to talk about or discuss or you're just interested in getting hold of us, please, please do message us or email us. And the Hood Chronicles will be out in two weeks' time on the 17th of April. And the next Owls will be out Monday, May 1st. If you have a moment, please rate, like and subscribe to us. We heard through the grapevine that it helps us get more listeners. We're chirping with ABA Owls on iTunes and on Instagram and Facebook. And yet, thank you again for listening. We really appreciate it. Thanks. Bye. Bye.